Welcome to A Cup of Joe with Joe. My name is Joanne Meredith, and I will be here each and every week to help you take a moment to breathe in, hear perspectives on careers, life, and many other important tips from some pretty incredible men and women that I get to work with every day. Let me introduce myself first. I'm from the Northeast, and I grew up in New Jersey. My background is corporate pharma, and I've always had a love for science, and helping people is true to my nature. So working in clinical development for over 18 years was an amazing opportunity for me. Seven years ago, I started an additional virtual business alongside my corporate career to create financial diversification and plan what was next for me. Now I have a global business in the U.S., Canada, and Australia, and soon to be Japan, and in this Cup of Joe with Joe, I'll be sharing my journey along with the journeys of all the incredible professionals I work with to help you plan for what's next for you. Welcome back to A Cup of Joe with Joe. My name is Joanne Meredith, and we are here for another great week. You are going to love this topic today. So I am here again with Jennifer Parent. She has been on an earlier podcast, but the topic we're talking about today, I'll share in a minute, I just knew she was the person to talk about this with. Plus, we have a new product that just launched for Verdana Fields, and we're going to be talking about that too. So, Jen, for everyone who hasn't gotten the chance to hear your earlier podcast, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. So my name is Jen Parent. I'm coming to you live from Middletown, Delaware. I am married to my husband, Joe, for almost 20 years. He owns his own three businesses. Um, I have two kids. One's 15. The other one is 12. They are both into the know-it-all stage as to recent past months. I think they think they're adults. <laughs> and I am a pharmacist by trade. I'm licensed for over 21 years, I'm going on 22 years. I've stopped working almost four years ago as a pharmacist and focused solely on my Rodanian Fields business. But in the meantime, in the past couple of months, I've acquired the skill set of being a principal, being an interventionist, <laughs> being a school psychologist. I am now a teacher, which, by the way, everybody, I suck at. Um, <laughs> I'm just every aspect of school that you can imagine not knowing it was going to happen to me at the beginning of 2020. So that, that's me in a, in a nutshell. That's awesome. And that's actually perfect for the lead in of what we're about to talk about. So our topic today is take up space. And honestly, the reason why I picked this topic a few months ago, I was sitting with a friend at dinner before everything, when you could actually sit with friends at dinner. Um, and she had shared with me that she thought everybody should take up space. And I was just really struck by that saying. And I actually wrote it down and knew that I wanted to have a podcast about it because I just loved, I love the concept because usually when someone says take up space, looked at as a negative thing like don't take up too much space or you know you're you shouldn't do that you shouldn't you should you should leave space you shouldn't you shouldn't take up too much space but what if you you changed your mindset on that and what if you looked at it like my friend did what about taking up space as an opportunity or an invitation to grow what if taking up space meant expanding your skill set or learning more, being more, and not shrinking to fit in? What if taking up space meant not being afraid to be the full you? So I'm going to turn it over to Jen, because I know, Jen, you have a great perspective on this with life, with your career, with your everything going on right now. So what does taking up space mean to you? So taking up space, 
over the past four months, especially has really changed my perspective. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, I do think people should take up space, but I think it should be at their choice of what space they want to basically be part of. The reason I'm saying it like this is because when we all go to school or whatever training we do in life to do whatever job we're going to have or skill set, we don't necessarily take up space in the beginning. We are assigned space or we fill in space where somebody decides we are appropriately meant to work in. I think with the recent months, <clears throat> I've always had the perspective of taking up space of owning what I want to do. And I've done that for almost seven years, especially this month since I started my Redenian Fields business. But I feel like taking up space is a lot different now because before taking up space was something that you just always kind of relied on. Oh, I'm going to be part of this space. It's going to be my opportunity. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know, collect my income. I'm going to build my 401k. I'm going to build my skill set. And then what's just happened to all of us is it's very clear now that the space we think we're always going to fill isn't a solid for us. It's something that somebody decides for you at any moment. And it might not even be your boss anymore. It could be your state. It could be your government. It could be anybody. And that to me is insane because even if you have the opportunity to go back and fill up that space you once filled, because of what's going on with our kids right now, that space may not be yours for long. It's kind of like a parking space. You move, you get out, someone else is going to fill it up. And <laughs> if you really think about what's going on in the world right now, if we let up our parking space, it's gone. And yeah. not only that, they might move that parking space and put up a parking garage. So... I don't really understand what people don't get about this, but taking up space is something that needs to become what we want to make it for ourselves. Um, how do we want to live our lifetime? How do we want to actually look back and say, when you reflect, like all of these things happen. And after that, I realized this is where I wanted to be. And that push in a direction I didn't think I wanted to go into or into a space I didn't think I fit made me become the person I am today made me an entrepreneur or made me somebody who could actually expand my skill set because the skill set you had, even if you were in a space that was perfect for you, may not be so perfect anymore. It becomes smaller. You might have to do it at home. You might have to actually do it in a situation that you didn't feel comfortable in. So are you going to be that person that can adapt and can roll with the punches and that can roll with the pandemics? Or are you that person that's going to have to fit all the time the same box that you thought you were going to fit into all the time? Because that box might get smashed. And looking at how, like I keep going back to the past four or five months, life is not as we know it. And they keep saying the new normal. Well, do you want to have something to define your new normal or do you want to make your new normal? And that's how I look at um, basically taking up my space. I'm going to define what my space is going to look like. I knew that a long time ago in pharmacy. I didn't like the way things were changing. I knew that I wasn't going to fit in that space that long, that my car was getting too big, that <laughs> your car was yeah, I mean, I went from a little hatchback small car to a big SUV, and I keep getting bigger <laughs> because in my mind, my skill set is that much more to offer to somebody. And if somebody doesn't right. like it, I have to find a better place to park. Right. So I feel like we need to be able to roll with the punches, and taking up space is going to be something that we either decide how we define what that space looks like, or someone's going to define it for us, and no matter what, people are going to have to learn how to adapt and fit into it really fast. And if you don't fit, where are you going to go? Yeah. So you and I both come from a science background. And I know that we've chatted about this before, that we would have never thought that we would have had, uh, you know, our own business in addition to our career, you know, initially, when we thought you set out with our careers, this is what it was going to be. So how do you feel about having your Rodan and Fields business and taking up space there? What do you think it's done for you? I cannot stress enough how thankful I am of how it's actually forced me to fit into a variety of spaces. 
and be a variety of things. Like I've always watched my husband build our businesses that he has for our family since we've been married. And I always thought to myself, oh, it's amazing what he's doing, but you know, I really love my job. This is awesome. But I started to outgrow my space. And it wasn't because I didn't enjoy being a pharmacist, but I started to realize as I got older, I started as a pharmacist at 22. I became a pharmacy manager at 23. Um, I've had a pharmacy burned down by the time I was 24. And it wasn't my personal pharmacy. I was working at a chain, but it burned down. And I can assure people that never pray for a natural disaster for your actual job location. It is a nightmare. Um, <laughs> I've worked in situations where I wasn't comfortable. I've had to leave one job and go back to another job. But I started to realize that I had so much to offer from that initial space that I was filling that I wanted to offer it to more people. I'm not a great teacher. I stress that in the beginning when it comes to my kids. Like, I don't belong being their professor, their teacher, their para, anything, their spec ed teacher. That's not my job. But I have the ability to show people how to do things in this line of work, in this space, to, for what they want it to be. I can show them the initial foundation and help them expand what their space should look like, not my space. And I think I really appreciate that with this opportunity is being able to help people define their space, give them the foundation, but they can actually grow it as they see fit. And that's what I love about this. And I love the security that I've had. And the one thing during the past four or five months that I get to go back is this is solid. This is a happy space for me. And I don't have to let the outside world impede on my happiness. Yeah. And we can be as big as we want in this space. That has been very eye-opening. Yeah. It never, we're never held back. And that is probably the first time in my entire career that I think I've really experienced that. Yeah. No one defined our space. We decided the limit of how large it was going to be, how small it was going to be, where I was going to let it go wider, longer, whatever I wanted. It's my space. And I love that. It might be something else that provided the opportunity for me. But these doctors that we work with, the company that we work with, has let us decide how big this space is going to be for us. That's so true. So awesome. Which is a perfect lead in to what has just happened. So in addition to our latest global expansion to Japan, we also just launched our newest U.S. product, Brow Defining Boost. So, you know, normally I and every week I, sh I let the person I'm interviewing share what their favorite product is. But you and I are both going to share today what we love about Brow Defining Boost. So it is a new product that it not only gives immediate results with your brows and and for the men, the beards and the mustaches, which we're seeing lots of pictures come up. Um but it also has long-term results that it actually uses our Lash Boost technology and, and other ingredients to be able to make their, your brows thicker and fuller and fill in sparse areas. And I'm seeing it happen. I'm someone who had thinner brows and definitely has sparse areas and was very intimidated by people who knew how to draw brows on or do kind of all kinds of fancy things with their brows. Um, I love that it's one swipe and that my brows, they really do frame your face. I love it so much. I actually use it every single day and I actually use a dark shade. That's definitely my shade. So Jen, you are using it now. So what do you think about it? So I am a total product of overplucking in the nineties. I had these crazy thick brows with, and they were dark and I have blonde hair. Uh, golden blonde, the light blonde hair, especially in the summer. And it used to drive me crazy that everyone would say that I had Madonna brows, that I was dying my <laughs> hair. So I would overpluck my brows because I was so mortified of being had, not being considered a natural blonde. Well, that lasts with you forever because guess what? Once you start overplucking and turning some, that hair follicle, it's done. 
So when this came out, I was very excited because looking at my daughter, who's got her youthful brow, she's 15, looks exactly like mine did when I was younger. They're amazing. She is very vain about her brows. That's the one thing she actually always wants done aside from her hair is her brows being waxed and they're shaped and sculpted just right. I'm excited because now I actually have an appearance again, but in addition to the lash boost, which has been helping my brows fill in again. And they never were sparse, sparse, but they were too thin of a line for somebody with my, my features. But using it was insane because I can go with the fly by the day, you know, regular color and I filled it in and it looks great, but I could actually tone it up and make it look like I'm, you know, model walkway ready. So I, I love this stuff. And then I saw a picture with a guy with a beer where they filled it in and I was like, I love that everyone gets to be vain and nobody knows how that immediate hair growth appears. <laughs> I love it because they took technology and vanity and married them together. And it is amazing. And the, the results are instantaneous, which as a pharmacist, you don't take a pill and you're instantaneously like cured. So that's something that I really love because people have no patience, including myself. But I love that you get immediate results and then it continues to work with continual use of the product. Yes, it's amazing. We work for such an innovative company. So the, the brow bo defining boost comes in four shades. And like we said, we're using on our brows and we're seeing men use it on their mustaches and beards. And it also, you know, provides hair growth long term, which is fantastic. So in the sparse areas. So um, it is such a great product. It launches to customers next month on August 4th. And so we can't say enough about it. And if you're listening to this, Yes, you need your brow defining boost. We literally love it. And everyone who's trying it loves it too. So thank you so much, Jen, today for sharing your perspective on taking up space. I, you shared so many golden nuggets. I'm sure everyone loved it. And I'm sure everybody is tuning in and looking on websites now about brow defining boost because they should be. So again, it's a U.S. product only. I know we have other listeners in other countries, but right now it's in the U.S. only, but it is is very very amazing and we also have other amazing products that are available globally but right now we are pretty excited about this one <laughs> i think so thank there's you one thing i want to leave you with and oh, i sure. really have kind of formulated this opinion and this observation after the past four or five months and when people think about life right now you need to think about it like this what are you really afraid of living not living or actually living your best life because we are kind of being told how we're going to live right now. And I think that really made me observe the fact that I appreciated the freedom I had for all this to decide how and when and where I was going to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. What a great way to close. So thank you, Jen. Thank you to our listeners. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Tune in next week to see what's brewing with our next cup of Joe with Joe.